designed with women in mind as we delve into what it means to be a true follower of Christ and how to navigate our daily lives, my prayer is simply that my speech will be theologically sound and that our words will be encouraging and life-giving. We will have different guests in the weeks to come and will be looking from various perspectives while staying ever true to God's Word. The title of the podcast is Beautiful Imperfection, As we go about our busy, chaotic lives, we tend to focus on the doing and not the being of who God created us to be. We sometimes get it backwards. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week the being, our identity in Christ, produces the doing, and that the doing is an overflow of who we are in Him. We are imperfect in every way, but Jesus is perfect. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. So wherever you are in your season of life, if you're in your car, in your laundry room, or sitting in your favorite chair, grab a cup of coffee and take a deep breath. Relax and listen in as we look and talk about what being in Christ really means and how the Bible explains that it is not our imperfection that makes or breaks us, but that it is his perfection that covers us and that we can find rest in that promise. Then we serve him out of an abundance of love that only comes through him. Lean in with us. Here we go. Welcome back to Beautiful Imperfection. Today we are finishing up the Beatitudes on the podcast, but not in our lives. These are attributes of a a disciple. It is our prayer that you are taking these on as a badge of honor that has been bestowed upon you through Jesus, that you have been encouraged and enlightened by going through them one by one. Matthew 5, 10 through 12 says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, For your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Lindsay and Rontina are with us again today. Are you two ready to delve into this? All right, let's go. (laughs) It's interesting that Jesus went straight from being a peacemaker to persecution. They are opposites, aren't they? We go from reconciliation to hostility really fast. So Rontina and Lindsay... Um, when we are living up to these beatitudes, we will be persecuted by the world. Jesus is giving us heads up. It's not maybe you will, it is you will be. What are your thoughts on this? Man, I tell you, um, (laughs) I I feel like that's um, a punch in our face each and every day that we go through this. Um, I think as as we are as Christians, um, feel as though that we're going through um, these times in our lives where um, we want to um, be of God and have that peace, and we all have that um, reconciliation and be close in a relationship with Him. You can tell, um, even in Jesus's life, He got persecuted Himself. Mm-hmm. He had um, so many people come after Him, and um, if you can tell too, when when He when He <laughs> did, He did not um, revile. He did get angry at mm-hmm. one point in time sometimes, but. He also spoke the truth, and I think that's what's important is to always continue to speak the truth into others and be ready for 
um, that combating in your lives. Right. And, you know, what is that old Adrian Rogers quote? I believe is the pastor who said it. If you don't run into the devil every day, then y'all are going in the same direction. Ooh, <laughs> <So>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That broad road, narrow road yes. thing we yes. might talk a little bit yes. about. And that's that persecution yeah. for sure is, you know, if you're not, I, I, as you were reading that, I was thinking back to a podcast you did a few weeks ago where somebody had said some things about you and how you handle it. Mm. And if people aren't talking about you in that way or saying you're doing things, then you probably are doing wrong because mm-hmm. people want to pick on you when they mm-hmm. see you being righteous or see you being meek or see you being pure of heart. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they come after you and persecute you. Right. Yeah. I do. And how, how Rontina or Mrs. DeGraffin Reed. Yeah. Now I'm just like yeah. showing now off. It sounds like calligraphy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Would you explain this to Aurora in your Beatitudes? Okay, so for the Beatitudes for this in our in how I explain it to Aurora is um, this Beatitude of persecution and inheriting the kingdom of heaven is like ivy growing. So, you know, ivy, not kudzu. I want to make that clear. Kudzu is an abomination. That <laughs> yes, is not the is. same as ivy. Um, <laughs> ivy is beautiful, but it also mm-hmm. just keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do as Christians is keep coming back is an ivy spread all over the earth in every corner, every, every, uh, you know, grows in the sun, grows in the shade, it grows everywhere and it's plentiful and it doesn't take a whole lot. It takes no maintenance. And I think that's what, you know, how I explained to Aurora, what Jesus is telling us is that even when this is going to happen to you and, you know, not if, like you said, the, when it happens to you, you have to be like Ivy and keep coming back and be strong and, uh, you know, not require a ton, you know, the low drama. I think, I think drama, you know, if we write a, uh, a different modern version of what all this means in the Bible, you know, drama comes to mind with a lot of these beatitudes Mm -hmm. and, um, and avoiding drama, but, um, but yeah, to, you're going to be persecuted and, and that means you're going in the right direction because you're running into that devil all the time. That's right. You know, that's right. And it also tells us according to our beatitude for the day that this has little to do with who we are as, as far, I mean, um, but everything to do with the righteousness of God. So if his righteousness is in us, that is what people don't like because they see that. And the Bible says that in righteousness at its root means to divide or to be different. So if we're not different and we're all going along together, you know, and we talked about not peace at any price, peace, if we can get it, we talked about last week, as much as we can do to reconcile, but peace at any price means that we would leave out the truth of God's word. And that's what we can't do. So his righteousness is not again of anything that we do, but he applies that to us as his children. And he says, because of me, you will be persecuted. And then he goes on to say, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, that um, to be grateful for that, Mm -hmm. that is something that we strive to attain because of our identity, we, we are being in him, in his righteousness in us, and that is what people oppose. And so he's saying, be glad if they oppose you, because they're opposing the me in you. Um, and that's still difficult, but it is also very comforting to me to think about it in that way, that maybe they're not really coming after me. They're coming after the righteousness that they see, and we should be glad that that is there, and it only comes from him. So Warren Wiersbe says that true persecution comes 
for righteousness' sake. It is the result of the believer daring to live the Beatitudes. The world's philosophy is exactly opposite of that which Jesus expresses in the Beatitudes. And these opposite viewpoints lead to opposing ways of life. The narrow road that we walk is not parallel to the broad road. It runs right down the middle. We are walking in one direction and the world is walking in the other. And it is but impossible not to collide. Jesus tells us to be pure in spirit, but the world tells us to build up our ego and be somebody important. Humility is not a virtue that is admired in today's society. In fact, Unbelievers look upon humility as a form of weakness, and we've talked about those things in prior weeks. So, uh, you know, and all the Beatitudes address all these things, but it's important to remember that all the Beatitudes are an attitude of the heart. So depending on where you are in your journey with Christ, or if you have one, our heart's attitudes are different. That's the basis for the persecution If we are living out our faith, others will take the opportunity to gossip, slander, or insult us because they find the righteousness we hunger and thirst for offensive. And that's talking about in verse 11. And then if we go on um, into verse 12, if we are seeking Christ and they are not, then there is a clash between two very different value systems. We talked about value systems in podcast one and how we are all in pursuit of something, and that our values and what we believe will affect our behavior. This is coming back around in this section of the Sermon on the Mount. So um, what do you think, Lindsay and Rontina? Gosh, we, um, we, talk, we don't want to talk about hostility, and we go back to that, you know, preparing for the enemy. But, you know, I... I think we're we get so scared of the enemy, and um, he's really <laughs> he's really shouldn't be anybody that we should be scared about. Um, That's about. right. You know he's 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 really not that tricky. The little weasel. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know he. I mean he. God says you know he lies, steals, kills, and destroys. That's that's really all he's about. And we just if we know that in our minds, then why can we not? combat that and be ready for it. Um, I think we already know he's lost, right? Mm-hmm. We already know he's lost the game. So all he's trying to do is try to get into our heads on a consistent basis and try to bring us down. Keep from, us on the bench. Exactly, exactly. And and if we know that we've already won, then why keep us in his Yes, mind? Lindsay. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. I got Pre- a hallelujah on that one. Yes, raising my hands on that one. It's so true. Yeah. You have to say that out loud to yourself every day, probably mm-hmm. multiple times a day. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. to say it here with us, it's like he's lost. But the thing is, for me and what I've realized mm-hmm. in all of this and listening to y'all through the Beatitudes is just as powerful as uh, God is in me and the Holy Spirit is working in me. There's people out there who have the enemy working through them and, and have mm. embraced it. The That's culture, true. the world has embraced it. So, yeah. And and so, you know, there's a lot of hand baskets out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we want to be in the right one. Exactly. Some are going fast, y'all. So I think that that's the thing, that it's just moving so fast, Lindsay. It is. 
And, um, and as much as we say that to ourselves and we know that the devil cannot get to our hearts because we already have Jesus living in them, but he can get in our minds and he can get in our families and he can get in our cars and he can get in our magazines and our phones and our Mm -hmm. books and our schools. Like, you know, and that's, that's where the attack is, is we can shield ourselves, but you know, that's just as we're, I guess, love, like love to me is God's physical appearance on earth. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's God physically on earth is showing love. Yeah. And that persecution is the opposite of that. Right. You know? Yeah. And we look out there and we see it every day and we know that Satan doesn't have any new ammunition. I mean, he mm-hmm. uses the same thing he used on the day he tempted Adam and Eve mm-hmm. and we still fall for it. Yep. And I'm like, you know, we need to wise up a little bit, <laughs> but it is very difficult to respond to persecution. And sometimes people have decided their argument before you even open your mouth and talk to them. And I've experienced this a lot too. Um, and so, but we should never do the same. I think we need to be, um, do it the way God tells us to and behave the way he tells us to. And so we should try to reach them calmly and without drama (laughs) and lovingly and, uh, leaving our hurt feelings out of the equation. And I think this comes in, this is difficult because we're hurt and they hurt us and we want them to know they hurt us. But God's saying to to do the best we can to show them love like he would, then we're going to leave our feelings out of it in order to, to win them. Um, and so it's not about us, right? <laughs> and that is a lie of Satan too. And he will tell us that day after day after day. Oh, you should be hurt about this. You should. And sometimes our feelings are hurt and God understands that. But we're not to retaliate like one who doesn't believe. And that's where I see the biggest problems coming in with believers. Um, because we are just kind of out there just like they are, just the same thing. And he, But in verse 12, we are told to rejoice and be glad, partly because God says that our reward will be great in heaven. We may lose it all on earth, but we inherit heaven. And again, not from anything that we have earned ourselves. It is given to us as a result of the work of Jesus in our lives. Um, think about it this way. Sometimes I think about when someone leaves you an inheritance, um, it's not because of our it's because of our relationship with them, but it's not because of the work that we've done with our own hands. It's because of the work that they've done, and then they give it to us out of love, right? So they give us a gift, and that's what Jesus has done for us. Um, he has given us an inheritance that we have done nothing to work or to earn, but yet he gives it to us as a gift. I was just talking about inheritance, actually, um, in our Sunday school, um, at the women's uh, study, and we talked about inheritance and how we treasure our inheritance on earth, and how how important it is that we put it up on a pedestal, and, and for my example, actually, was just uh, my mother's and my Nana's quilts. I have the most amazing hand-sewed quilts, and they're just, I, I, I look at them, and I'm like, I'll never give them, you know, give them away, or I will give them, you know, to Hannah, uh, pass them down. But if we think about that from God's perspective and how we treasure these things on earth specifically, but if we think about how he gives us inheritance, that's not going to go away. It's not going to go away in a fire or anything that's going to happen. Um, It is going to, we're going to have eternal life. And, you know, I think that, I think, 
Pam, you know, you mentioned it was partly because God says just to rejoice. Um, that is so difficult because we love these people. Um, isn't it always a stranger, right? <laughs> no, it's not. And that's, um, it's sometimes it's people that we love, like we talked about last week. And, and not that we're not supposed to love everyone, but you know, if you're family, but I'm sure that you who are listening are filled with all kinds of feelings about this subject. Um, you may have been on the receiving end of persecution, or you may have been one who persecuted. Wherever you are on the spectrum, Jesus is there for us, which brings us to the second part of the reason we rejoice, and this is it. Persecution is a certificate of genuineness and Christian authenticity. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So this is something that we should rejoice in if it's happening because we're making a difference in the world. And I think that's what God's saying. It's like that peacemaker who wears the badge, uh, the police officer who wears the badge that represents who he is. He's the peacemaker. Just like w when we are persecuted against, we are wearing the authenticity. Uh, authenticity. That's harder than the graphing, right? <laughs> Hey, I gotta say though, a lot of the uh, the the doctors and the different writers you quote though, they got some names. And oh, you're, you're, not you're ruling it, Pam. So mm -hmm. you're good. Yeah, they do. So yes. I'm like, mm, I don't know what your mama thought, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, and some of the biblical names too. Yes. Yeah, they are mouthfuls. But yes. yeah, I just have to say the hard words and That's keep going practice. on that. Yep. But in many parts of the world, the physical persecution still takes place. But in our country, we are seeing more and more social persecution, which is more about having to believe the same way, speak the same way, act the same way. And what I mean by that is that if we disagree, we are labeled and counted as insignificant and even as an enemy. And there has to be basis for a conversation. And so I say that because we must find some common ground on which we can agree and then be allowed to disagree on things and still have respect for other for the other person. And that's what I see happening a lot today. And I think it's important that we remember that we are respectful of one another. And yes, we, we are free to believe what we want to believe, but when we are following Christ and following his word, he helps us to know how to do that. And without that, it's very difficult. Um, in short, um, this is what it means to be a disciple of Christ, knowing that this earth is not our home. We're not looking to the future. I mean, we're not, we are looking to the future and forever. So our home is in heaven and we want to take as many people with us as we can so we want to be reconcilers, right, mm -hmm. and peacemakers, and we want to let people to know that we love them because Jesus loves him, loves them. Um, so, Rontine and Lindsay, do you have any closing thoughts on the Beatitudes as we've kind of gone through the whole thing um, today, finishing up? But I think for me, it's amazing every time God reveals different things parts of the Bible we've maybe read before, studied before, hit before, but it hits us a different way depending on what stage of life we're in, depending on if it's a Monday. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's Monday morning. Exactly. Welcome to yes. Monday when, these, when the podcast is released. So that's, you know, the Beatitudes are going to hit you a little different, mm -hmm. you know, on a Monday versus maybe the Sunday when we're setting in church or we're studying it and putting that time um, aside. So for me, 
you know, I love that you've walked us through this in ways that it's digestible. And also, you know, Jesus ending on persecution, you know, the eye on the prize is the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that's where I want to be. And, you know, Jesus left us saying, this is what's going to happen to you, but I'm going to come back and tell you, this is what I need you to do. And Jesus said, go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, go doesn't mean far. We could just share it with our families, share it with the people next door, share it on our street. And, um, and by sharing it, just try to be, as you said, you know, we need to be Mm -hmm. focus on the be and not as much the do, and then we'll be doing it. That's right. So this podcast even says, you know, be beautiful imperfections. And I think God actually uses those imperfections in us literally to be able to share his love to others. That's right. Mm -hmm. So the Beatitudes then are a celebration of what a follower of Christ looks like. You won't find this on a Hallmark card in the graduation section, but from me to you, congratulations to the poor in spirit, because yours is the kingdom of heaven. Congratulations to you who mourn, for you are comforted. Congratulations to the meek, you will inherit the earth. Congratulations to you who hunger and thirst for righteousness, you will be satisfied. Congratulations to the merciful, you will receive mercy. Congratulations to the poor, uh, the pure in heart, you will see God. Congratulations to the peacemaker. You are called the sons of God. Congratulations to the persecuted for righteousness' sake. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. So I'd just like to pray for our listeners for just a moment. God, I just thank you so much for everyone that is here. I pray, Father, that you would work in all of our lives. I pray that you would help us to live the Beatitudes and that we are being who you called us and created us to be. And I pray if anyone out there does not know you, that today they would come to a saving knowledge of you and receive you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, wow, this is the end of the series. In, in the weeks to come, we need your participation. We are moving into a series called What's Your Story? We, are, we all find ourselves in different phases of life. I know that many of us may feel like we are barely hanging on by a thread. Many of us have been there, are there now, are are at some point will be, and have been and seen God work in our lives in ways that only He can. Will you please send us a testimony of where you are and what's happening with you? You know those but God moments in our lives where He shows up with His grace and mercy those moments when we know that ashes are not the end of the story. Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus and this doesn't really make sense to you. We want to help. At the end of each podcast, there is a prayer that helps lead you in better under, a better understanding of that. We may not be able to get to all of the things that you send in on the podcast, but we want to hear from you and we will not share your name. And I can, can't really tell you what our subject will be for next week, because it's in your course. (laughs) We may not be able to, like I said, get to everything that you send in, but if you uh, want a next podcast, then what's your story? Thank you. I look forward to hearing from you. And if you would please just send all of your responses, all lowercase letters to 
women at Cross Life, C-R-O-S-S-L-I-F-E, church, C-H-U-R-C-H, dot com. Thank you. Hope y'all have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How How can my identity be in Christ? and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying the sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.